Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's the thing about Germany. Why I made the curators pick of the Hollywood French community. Unity, unity, unity. Heart, heart, heart. What's going on, people? And bring in my special guest host. This is Crazy D, and you're watching TFR Podcast Live presents Observations by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya, Tanya M. Congress. What's going on with you today? What is happening? What is happening? How's our listening audience today? We welcome y'all. We welcome y'all. Uh, welcome to another uh, information-filled day here on Observations on the TFR Podcast Live franchise. Uh, how you doing today, D? Hey, I'm doing as well as can be expected under the circumstances. You know, that's our that's our new slogan, yeah. our new saying. You know, under the, yeah. I mean, we were saying that. For the COVID, but we're really saying it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah, just the way it absolutely. is. Yep. Right. So we are on people. We want to say uh welcome to the show, right? As we get started, let's run it down. Of course, this is brought to you by Back in Cleveland movie. Available on hard copy DVD. Also available to stream for just $2.99 on LordLandFilms.com. That's LordLandFilms.com. You go right there. You can either order it to have your hard copy to have American Black History in your hands. Or you can stream it for $2.99. Or you can also own it in your digital library on the man. That's right. So just go over to lordlandfilms.com after the show. You know, right? So we want to get that out the way. Also, again, you're watching hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB. TFR Podcast Live OB with the hashtag in the front. Make sure you go over to Cash App, dollar sign, TFR Podcast Live, and smash a few dollars on that. You like what you're hearing, right? And don't Smash forget, 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. So we can hear your thoughts on what we observe uh, in these memes and these different videos that we come up with. Also, we are simulcasting on four platforms. I swear that we are the only platform that's doing so because we make it happen. We are on Periscope at 
TFR Podcast Live. We're on Facebook on the Film Review Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society podcast page. Make sure that you like it, follow it. We're also uh, streaming on Crazy Dion page and my sister should have the link and put it up on her page and it'll be streaming on Tanya M. Congress page. We're also on Vimeo, right? The film review, just go hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB and it will come up for you and you'll be able to watch it right there on Vimeo. And of course, we are streaming live on YouTube. That's right. We are streaming live right now on YouTube. The Film Review Life Channel. That's right. The Film Review Life Channel on YouTube. Go right there. You type in TFR Podcast Live OB hashtag in the front and it'll come right up and you'll be able to watch us and you'll be able to comment there. You'll be able to comment here. You'll be able to comment everywhere and call in again 213-943-3358. So now, what's been going on with you? And, uh, you know, Tell us something about what's been going on with you this morning as I do some population. It is crazy. Uh, We were talking about this earlier today, uh, this morning, how uh, it's such a flood of information and it's crazy. And, uh, you know, to me, I'm, I'm a bit controversial, so I like it when uh, we get flagged for uh, we got flagged for a couple of things, didn't we? Yesterday, and yeah. I like I like it when we get flagged. That means that we are giving information. See, this is this is what you're gonna have to set. Another thing you're gonna have to set your mind to, folks. Whenever you're being told that something is is not true by non-traditional media means then you have to consider the opposite. So what you see on mainstream media, most of the time, whatever they're telling you, they're telling you just uh, gear your mind to think in opposites. So what's what's accepted by the status quo, think in opposites. What's not accepted by the status quo, think in acceptance, all right? <laughs> so that's how you're gonna have to do it. It's gonna, you're gonna have to condition your mind to consider greater those things that are not part of um, the status quo of media and news reporting, right? And I see, even after I've restarted my computer and everything and got it ready, it's buffering. It's buffering again, which is something else that I'm used to uh, considering giving out information. Um, I never had problems with computers like I do uh, since I've been a person that gives online information on of any kind, okay. So this is this kind of goes with the territory, but it's so much going on, and so we were flagged for something, especially when you have on YouTube and on Instagram those flags that come up as uh, supposed false information, uh, fact checkers. I want to know who the fact checkers are. And I would like to know what their special interest is. 
I would like, I don't consider them as neutral parties. I consider those as people who are put there and I've never seen so much fact checking before this period of time with elections and things like that. It's all kinds of fact checking going on now, now that you have more people that are waking up from the traditions of men in every area. So, you know, um, cool. That's fine. I don't mind if you say, check the facts. Go ahead, check the facts. I bet you'll get a, a ratio that's greater than that of the mainstream media as far as research and things like that. So yeah, by all means, check the facts. They put it up there, you go check the facts and you'll probably find out even more to uh, the to validate the things that we're telling you. When you say that, D. Yeah, I'll say that, you know, as we go through population, right? But we're not going to hark on that. That's just something to distract you all and move you into constantly complaining. And we're not going to constantly complain because there's nothing to constantly complain about. See, that's what's that's one of the things that we've done as American blacks is we complain. And when you complain, who are you complaining to? Because they're not going to do anything about what they're doing because they're doing it. So are you complaining to make yourself feel, but you have to ask yourself this, are you complaining to make yourself feel better? Are you complaining because you think that someone out there is going to listen to your plight and then they're gonna change their ways? Or are you gumption and getting your gumption up to get it moving? And that, that that's what it is. So we don't har- we don't harbor and hang on that because we know what it is when you're dropping out information, right? That the people will some people they who are they? I used to have a buddy that would say, "Who are they? They the ones who are doing what they're doing. They that's who quote unquote they is. You know what they does." You know what they do. So it's no problem. So as we populate, we're glad to see the people come in. We appreciate you watching. Again, you're watching hashtag TFR Podcast Live presents Observations Show with myself, Crazy D, and my special guest host, Tanya. That's right. Make sure that you smash the like button, smash the share button. And let people know that we're on and make sure you go over to that cash app, dollar sign, TFR Podcast Live. And press a few dollars on that. You know what I mean? Press a few dollars. The links are in the description, right? So you don't have to worry about that. Now, now we're ready to get started because I've hit quite a few of the people here that we usually hit. You can hear the ding, 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 ding. We're getting ready to we're getting ready to set it off this morning. Okay, people. So when we left, when we left you on the last installment of the show, good morning. Bingo, all politics, so-called fact checkers. That's what uh Tracy Latrice said. Bingo! Good morning. Let me just say like and reply and say uh, good morning. All right, people. All right, now we're ready to begin. All right, so when we left you, 
on the cliffhanger yesterday, we were talking about a Sikh. Now, now, we call them Sikh, but when I actually talk to a Sikh, I say, how do you pronounce your cultural name? And he said, it's sick. Not Sikh, but sick, right? So we left you with the sick talking about this. So we're going to start with this and we're going to go through and we're going to analyze and break down this video. I gave you a, a little bit of what I was thinking about it, but we're going to go and go through it. So let, let, let's start with this. Uh, D, and, before you get started, okay. I didn't. Uh, I need you to send me the link. I need you to send me the link. Okay, okay. Send the link. Okay, hold up one second, people. Here we go. Organization, organization. Okay, here we go. Share. Send to a more options. Hmm, they're not getting okay. Go here and figure out I'm gonna do this. We're live and we go share. Uh, right message. Search. All right, people. One second here. Send. Okay, I just sent it to you. You should have. Okay, it. got it. All right. Yep. Got All right, it. People. So we left off with the seek, right? And so we're gonna play what the seek was uh, talking about right now. So let, let's play this, and then we're gonna pause, and we're gonna have a little analyzation about it. The man on the face of the $20 bill is the same man who once offered up to 325 times that amount for the return of a runaway enslaved person, including extra bonuses for every hundred lashes inflicted upon that man. He was a master planter who fertilized American soil with Native American bodies and hydrated southern cotton fields with the blood and sweat of free black labor. Now, when they're talking, we have to pause real quick. We have to clarify. You have to go um, uh, research and read how they described the native, quote unquote, the Native Americans that they saw when Andrew Jackson was killing up Indians, especially in Florida. You have to go there and you have to see who the Creoles, this the name alone should tell you. You go research and find out what Indians, and there are drawings of the Indians that they were killing, right? And this is what this show is about because you know, Trump has Andrew Jackson sitting on his, uh, a bust sitting on his behind his behind his desk in the White House. You know how like Obama had uh, Martin Luther King? Well, he has Andrew Jackson sitting back there, right? So you have to go research what the Indians look like and what, in, what group of people came across the Bering Straits afterwards and emulated emulated what they saw in the natives 
by using feathers to emulate what the natives were doing with their that's another story for another time. So we have to give you context. So it's not what you see. You don't see the $5 Indians like what you see in a John Wayne movie. Uh, that's not the natives that they're talking about that Andrew, Jack Andrew Jackson was killing, right? So let's continue on. Such an icon of white supremacy was he that nearly 200 years after launching the violent displacement of 100,000 non-white bodies, a piece of paper with his face on it was all the authorization they needed to suffocate a man to death while the world watched them do it. Big Floyd was murdered by police outside of a grocery store. See, my uncles also operate grocery stores, liquor stores, many... Okay, so let's pause that for a minute. So he says that his uncle... Now, in the news, fresh off the press. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? This trash that they they are trying to pull here we go again let me bring this up right here right now fresh off the news meme came out early this morning or or yesterday evening but i caught it this morning it says that the the documents say i guess it must be the coroner documents they just say documents report that George Floyd Floyd had fatal a fatal level of fentanyl in his system here we go again is already starting they're trying to find a way they're trying to find a way to justify him being choked out by a knee by eight minutes and 40 some seconds. I mean, this is strange because if he had a fatal level, fatal level by whose measurement? That's the question. Fatal level by whose measurement? Are you measuring it by what a Caucasian usually can take into their system? If this is even true, but are you measuring it true. by are you measuring it by the fatal levels that are in a Caucasian that a Caucasian could take, or are you looking at the fatal levels that a person is six something feet tall, certain amount of pounds, African American could take if he had fentanyl in his system, even in the first place. But even if he did, those fatal levels, or if he had fentanyl in his system. He was non-combative and they dude stayed on his neck for eight minutes and 40 some seconds. He was non-combative. He wasn't combating. He wasn't trying to fight back. He was asking them what they were doing. Why are you doing it? And please get off my neck. He's going to kill me crying out for his mother in the end as he was taking the slip before we go on what 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 do you want to say about that um okay so how long did it take them to find out uh, to perform an autopsy and get tests back to know 
that he had fentanyl in his system at fatal levels. I find it interesting that so many weeks have passed. That that happened in March. So here's March, April, May, June, July, August. We're in September. So it took them five months to find out that he had fentanyl in his system at all, which is something like when I, if I'm not mistaken, when they first take a body in, they do preliminary autopsies and they draw um, stuff out to and run tests that's preliminary. Then they go into more detail. So you mean to tell me fentanyl is a strong drug. So you mean to tell me that in their, their preliminary investigation of the body, they didn't get any hint of fentanyl in the system, they would have gotten it in the preliminary. So they didn't get that. It took them five months to come out. And like you said, and like you were implying, that he had that knee on his neck for eight minutes and 40 some seconds. It doesn't matter whether you got fentanyl, cocaine, or you don't have nothing in your system. Eight minutes and 40 some seconds is, is going to kill someone. You're cutting off the circulation in the, in the windpipe. You're cutting off the circulation. Now, again, here we are with this, this ridiculous commentaries coming from the news that our heads are supposed to screw on and off. And we're supposed to believe that. First of all, it took you five months to, to know that there was fentanyl at all in the system. Then it took you five months to find out it was a, a, a fatal amount of fentanyl in the system. And then where was the sense of urgency? This was a murder uh, investigation or it was a question of murder from a police officer to a civilian. So why was there not a sense of urgency in performing the autopsy to know these things ahead of time? See, again, here we go. And nobody, we get the reports from the news, but when they don't really care, which they don't, they don't even uh, pose that question for there to be any more uh, a dialogue about it or questions about it. They just go into the next news report. They just go into the next thing. But there's a lot of questions here. I got three right here, right now. So that are very important. So why was there not a sense of urgency? That's all I'm saying. Now you're coming out and saying, well, you know, we just want to let you know that officer, uh, as kooky as he is and needing uh, the fan apps he needed, you know, he didn't get the fan app he needed. So as kooky as he is and as goofy as he looks like his elevator only goes to three on camera out of 10 floors. Uh, we just want to let you know he was not at fault for the eight minutes and 40 some seconds. Let's just say nine minutes that he had his knee on the neck of this person. And you're supposed to believe it all because we're giving you up to the date news reports. <sighs> now, people. These are just our observations and opinions. You have to go out and research for yourself and check out the facts for yourself. But these are our opinions, right, on this, right? As we go through this constant sight guys that we're going through, right? And we're gonna get into it tonight. Like, why, why is it always this way that they got to come up and try to find some kind of fault. Some kind of fault. So let's continue with the sick and what he was what he's talking about right now. So okay. So here we go. So now we pick up with the sick and he talks about his uncles and his people owning liquor store stores in the Af in the American black community. Here we go. Marts and so on. That whole generation followed a pretty simple formula. 
you put your heads down, make your money, send your kids to good schools. See, what that actually meant was, put your heads down and don't think about why this formula works out for you but doesn't always work out for everyone else. Why you get to own property in this neighborhood but the people who live here can't. Why liquor stores like yours are in every corner but fresh produce and after school programs are pretty hard to come by. And definitely don't consider a centuries long history in this nation that includes slavery, legalized segregation, a made up war on drugs, criminalization of black and brown bodies, immunity for police officers when they commit crimes, and that's just to name a few. So what do we do? We put our heads down. We turned those Jacksons into Benjamins and those Benjamins into Benzes. We became well-educated, well-to-do, and well-accommodating. Okay, so let's pause right there. Let's unpack this. Let's unpack this a little bit. Okay. So he goes through and he talks about how they came in. They come in. Remember now, you have to look up the... While they were passing the Civil Rights Act, 64, 65, 68, they were also passing the Immigration Act of 1965, which then gave immigrants the ability, when, they, when all immigrants came in pre-1965, they usually moved where we were and fought the struggle that we were fighting because they were seeing, they were being discriminated against right but after 1965 they were able to come in and be legalized they came in legally and they were purposely placed in certain places like there's certain people who come from uh, Ethiopia and they placed them in one of the coldest climates I, I forget the state we're gonna talk about that tomorrow but they place them in one of the, I think it's upstate, right? The upper states, Vermont or Maine or something. And it's cold. They're coming from a hot climate and they put them in a cold place to have an economic base because the numbers of people in that particular state are dwindling, right? So you got to go research this. And so why would you put them with Caucasians instead of and why are you steering them away from American blacks right so that's one thing so he's talking this right meanwhile he's saying that they're culpable because they put their heads down did what they did to make a buck they knew what they were doing uh, was wrong <coughs> Because they went, because they came from a place where they were oppressed. Remember now, the people who come into this country who have darker melanin, who we think are like us, they come from places where they're looked down on. They come here, they get the opportunity, and then they look down on the people that they're making the opportunity off of. So why is it this way? Well, I want to tell you. This right here is a Tasmanian. He was the last Tasmanian living, right? Because the Germans went in after learning um, eugenics from American 
scientists like uh, and people like Margaret Sanger, they went in and they experimented on the Tasmanians. White people killed an entire ethnicity of blacks and made a cartoon about it for all to laugh at because next to him is the quote unquote Tasmanian devil. Right? And what is going on is they have not successfully been able to wipe out American blacks. They, they have not been successful. And so this is what it is. Because remember now, remember the premise that we're putting forth to you, which is a solid and based in fact premise that once the free labor was done, why would I want to pay a group of people who were once free labor? I'm gonna pay you for the same thing that I got for you for free. And sometimes our own people take on the Caucasian mentality. And so we have to reform. If you want to, if you want to be a successful people, it's security of your neighborhoods. It's a strong economic base coming from your own businesses in your neighborhood. If you can't get a tax base up in your own neighborhood and you wonder why certain things happen in your neighborhood, you got to look at yourself because you don't, many times you don't support your own. You go into someone else who kind of looks like you. Maybe you like that, maybe you like that wavy hair, but you know, I've always had wavy tape. Maybe you like that. Or maybe you just like the accent or something, but these people are indirectly killing you. And you are also complicit in your own death and destruction of your communities. But for some reason, they have not been able to successfully kill off American blacks, right? And so this is what this is about because once your value is done, then they don't want to have anything more to do with you. And the same thing with voting. They don't want to have anything to do with you until four years. And maybe the people, mm -hmm. ah, right. just had an epiphany. Maybe the people who are raccooning for the Dixiecrats or raccooning for the Repubs are in fear that if we don't vote, then they will try to say that we're worthless altogether. When actually, we have to take the stand and hold our vote for them to pay up. What you got to say to that before we go on with the sick? It's interesting that you would say they take the stance to say that we're worthless altogether if we don't vote uh, when they could equally say maybe they have uh, put themselves, they're positioning themselves to function independent of us. I think that if they were smart, they would think more along those lines that they've finally woken up, they're tired 
of this circus that's going back and forth that benefits them uh, not at all on either side. So they're getting ready to do something else. If they were smart, if they didn't think that we were so inept, if they were smart, uh, they would think more along those lines rather than thinking that we are no value to them because we're not voting. Um, at this point in the wake up, there's a lot for us to wake up to and they know it. It's a lot for us to wake up to, including but not limited to what we do across the world from people who have stolen from our people. We are American blacks, but we uh, a lot of us have descended from other places that are across the world. And so everybody uh, has got to have a mindset. You better get ready to pay up. And this has nothing to do with getting into no shooting fights and gun battles with you or nothing like that. This is something God is going to do, baby. This is something where these that have turned the world upside down are come hither also. This is something that God's getting ready to do because you have been an offense to him more than anybody, more than the people. You've been an offense to him and you got to pay for how you've offended him. All right. So it's interesting that you took that mindset. And now with this guy in this video, who in the hell is Big Floyd? Mindset. Remember, it's my, It's not mindset. It's a mind state. Mind state. Because you're coming, state. coming out of the mindset. Mindset is training to be a good Negro. Mindset, mm -hmm. excuse me, mind state is creating a new world, a new reality. Commit that to memory, y'all. I got to commit that to memory because we have not heard the terminology mind state uh, as it's been so eloquently put on this show until this show. So it's, it's in changing the mind state. We have to have a state of mind, not a set of mind. All right. So, you know, this guy, he... He's, he's making it, you know, and when I look at it a couple of times, there's several ways you can look at it. One way is you ask yourself, is this a joke? Because when he goes on, he, he refers to George Floyd as Big Floyd. Like he's making it common, like a like this is his boy from the hood or something. Who is Big Floyd? That's not, is that what they call George Floyd? I never heard him refer to him as that. But, you know, they call him, he called him Big Floyd. So I was wondering who he was talking about. Uh, and then when he says they come into the communities and lower their head and make their dollar and just try to keep peace, that's some of them. All of them are not like that. Some of them come into the community and try to endear themselves to us. They calling us brother. They calling our men brother. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. But you not brothers struggle together. Brothers have a similar struggle. You have not had the same struggle. You may have had some of the same things happen to your people in, in spurts or whatever, but uh, 400 constant years you have not had, and then to continue it uh, on after the 400 years, now we're into 200 and some years now of, of oppression. We are not brothers and sisters in that regard. All right. Then the other part of that is, it's another reason why we're not. And again, this is our opinion. Uh, this is how we are seeing things. That this is my observation in the hood stores that we have close to where I live. You know, I've witnessed, you know, uh, you want, you don't want your women to mess with our men. It is such a serious offense. You will kill them. 
your sisters and, and wives, aunts or whatever for messing with black men. But you will make whores out of our black women. I'm just going to say it like it is. You have them off to the side as, con let's say concubines. I'll take the word whore back. Let's use concubine. Let's make it a little more uh, uh, digestible. So you take our women as concubines, and if not concubines, I see them working in your stores. Often you can tell that they, uh, some of them are in a hard place in their life. They may have done some time, had to come out, they're part of a work release program or something. You've allowed them, you got yourself on the registry for the counties uh, to send the people to work in your stores. They're working in your stores and you got them carrying big, heavy boxes of liquor. You're talking to them uh, any old kind of way and mistreating the women. Uh, so don't come on here. I mean, now he, he is who he is. I don't know who he is. However, there are some things, some presentations on something that he really shouldn't be speaking on. You you coming on speaking on something and trying to put in the inflections in his voice, it tries to come across like he's got passion about the particular things he's speaking on. Well, you know, good for you. Good for you. Nice effort. Nice effort. But it doesn't, it doesn't cut the mustard. Uh, I don't really even know what you did it for, actually. Uh, to some, in some regard, it's almost like a mockery because you're saying that you came over here. This is what you did. And yeah, you did it without having to pay taxes like everybody else in business. You came over here tax-free. I mean, you're operating businesses tax-free for so many years. I think it's every seven years you tag out with another family member. You tag out, go back, they tag in, change the name of the business, and the business continues. All right. You know, that is funny. You know, so we're looking at Koreans, Vietnamese, Chinese, Japanese coming over. They were obviously the ones that were outcasts in their society. Then you have the Arab, the Lebanese. Then you have the Sikhs, and then you have the, which is a, a religious sect style, and then you have Indians from India going into the hospital. So we're just sounding the alarm. This is our opinion on it, right? So you're sitting there and you're telling this story, right? And you're putting this inflection in your voice and you know it's an advertisement, people. It's a community advertisement. Let me show you, in my opinion, let me show you how much I care because I know the information and I can kick it. And then the people will come in, oh yeah, brother, you got you, you, you down, brother. You down, you down. I'm gonna keep shopping with you and shopping with Mook. I'm gonna keep shopping with you all the way through because you got the vernacular and you know my struggle and we had our struggle listen no matter remember they're running from their country maybe for religious persecution or they were the bottom cast in their countries right remember they're running from their countries we were stolen from our various countries you know some of us some of us were here already who had traveled across the Bering Strait before someone else came across the Bering Strait 
later to emulate us. So some of us were here, others came, and we're here battling this. They did not have to deal with castration, tar and feathering, draw and quartering, lynching, 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 being whooped with a whip, being tied down. They didn't have to deal with necessarily, some of them did, but you know, that's from their own country members. This is done to us by another group of people. They didn't have to worry about buck busting. They didn't have to worry about their women being taken against the will of the woman as well as the man. They didn't have to worry about that coming from that. So their experience of oppression is not the same. And even when they come here and they feel oppression from Caucasians, it is not the same. We are not the same. And why aren't we the same? Because we built this and the original uh, immigrants that came over, if they had money, they could buy property. What was property? Black bodies. As many black bodies that they were able to get, it's how many acreage of land they could get to plant tobacco, cotton, uh, whatever the cash crop was that was going across, indigo, uh, whatever the cash crop was going across the world that people needed that made America the financial powerhouse that it is. And what we're saying is, it's time to pay up and later for giving us loans so we can stay in debt, we need what the illegal immigrant gets as American citizens. And matter of fact, the Ameri all American citizens should be getting what the illegal aliens get. They get a TIN number. They get subsidized housing in great neighborhoods. Tax-free on their businesses, as Tanya mentioned. Uh, what else? Oh, they, they get jobs if they need it. And most importantly, they get free health care. No, no co-pays. It's free. Free. Who's taking care of that? That's what Biden wants, right? So this is what we're looking at as this man is talking here. You know, I give him kudos that he can run down the information, but that doesn't mean that he is of any positive movement for American blacks. It's just not there. It's just not there. If you are positive, well, I'll get to that, but if you're positive, Hand over the stand over your stuff. You know, hand over those businesses. That's all I'm saying. Here we go. We complied with the status quo that keeps telling us that we're almost there, but just not quite them enough until we shed every last remnant of our heritage. 
except of course for the ones that can be exploited for a diversity initiative or sold for profit. Now somewhere in between, now here's, here's the rub, here's the rub people. Somewhere in between, he all of a sudden pushes and talks about them, they as Sikhs or Arabs or, or Korean, Vietnamese, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, minor, uh, uh, immigrant having to shed their cultural identity. I thought we were talking about American blacks, as, you know, because our identity <laughs> is an American citizen, the American citizen, right? The American, right? They have to mm -hmm. shed, somehow they put this, he conflates the two issues together, uh, oppression of American blacks and them having to lose their girl. You came here, you ran from something, you did what you did, and you're talking about it, but you're not saying that you're sorry. You haven't apologized. And after you say you're sorry, then you have to do something to show that you're sorry. Like Bill Clinton, back, he said he was sorry for slavery, but he didn't automatically do something to say, hey, we're going to give you reparations like we did the natives. And let's continue. And in the meantime, we got all our music, culture, fashion, sports heroes from a community of people without ever having to reckon with the fact that we have been complicit in the violence against their very existence all along. We kept our heads down, now the joke's on us. We abandoned our homelands and everything we knew to escape poverty, to escape violent conditions, to escape systemic oppression. And this whole time, we remained silent while we watched those very same things happen to a group of people who are just slightly different from ourselves. Okay. Do you hear what this man is saying to you, right? He's telling you this and it sounds good, right? It sounds real, it sounds really, 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 really good. Now remember I've said immigrants and then immigrants up to 1965, right? So now let's look at this, right, right? This right here, people, is a photograph of a Cherokee, American girl, right? Now, we personally have black foot Indian, right? Black feet. Black foot Indian in our situation, right? And I remember before we were moving out here, I was in the store in Cleveland and the guy came in and he said, you know, you look like some of the free men in North Dakota. I said, yeah. He said, yeah, you look just like them. So I looked up the freedmen of North Dakota. And when I looked at the black and white photos, this, this is a group of Indians, right? When I looked at them, and, and not the Indians, when we, we have to stop thinking about the Indians that we see in the movies and the Indians, like the white man that was standing up there and was shedding the tear, talking about the forest being destroyed. That was a white man. He was Polish, by the way. And he played, they put on the kind of reddish makeup and had him don the, the feathers and everything. Kind of like the people did who uh, 
assumed an identity of a group of people that were already here. Okay? How about that? So I looked at the pictures and I said, that guy looks like my father. This guy looks like me. I'm like, yo. So, but this is Cherokee. So I'm just giving you an example, right? When people are talking about that, hey, you know, you're wrong on the part about there being any Native American in there than the Native Americans own slaves. But we're talking about the original people that were here that then the Native Americans who helped in the Civil War that took over identity, right? And helped to chase down certain tribes that were trying to get to Canada. Now, Cherokee American girl, real Aboriginal Cherokee American girl. The entire Cherokee Indian population of Carroll County, Georgia was listed as quote unquote colored persons in 1830. You can research this. Colored persons in 1830 which means that you take away a whole group of people's identity and you mix them because you know you've done it before because there were people here. Then 388,000 Africans made it to the shores, right? Out of the 10.7 million that went across the globe through the trans-Atlantic uh, slave trade. And so you're sitting here and you're looking at this. And so you did it again and you incorporated people who were slaves, people who were native people that were already here and you called them color. Were we or were we not called color? Yes, we were. A right. whole group of people called color. And so this guy sitting here and telling us this, right? It sounds good. It sounds good. It sounds great. It sounds lovely. And then he says, not much different than us. What we have to remember is black as a phenotype or whatever you want to call it as a phenotype, the first people on the planet Earth were black people set in Ethiopia and it opened up and then it spread across. The first people who brought civilization to uh, to Italy, to Sicily, and to Europe were black people. Hannibal came in and turned Sicily from blonde hair, blue eye, in a decade to olive-complected and brown eyes. Right? The Moors taught civilization to the Europeans, taught them how to stand upright, shave down, do do all this, hygiene, wash yourself. If you don't believe, people who come over from Europe say that Americans in particular uh, wash a little too much. They, we wash too much, right? That's what they say. Europeans say that, right? That we wash too much, especially the ones that come from France. You can research this and see that what I'm saying is indeed fact, right? And who more than American blacks keep themselves clean, keep themselves so fresh and so clean? 
What do you have to say to that before we continue with the seek? It's really funny. This is some very enlightening information that you're sharing. And as I look at the picture of that girl, um, if you hadn't told me that she was, well, it says right there, she's Cherokee. But if I hadn't seen that just to see a picture without that caption down there, um, she looks black. So, well, at least, well, let me, let me, uh, let me qualify this because at least uh, in our family, um, you will see black people that's got that kind of hair uh, and stuff like that. Of course, you know, we have some mixture in there, but uh, for all intents and purposes, she looks black to me. She looks black to me. So if you hadn't, if that had, caption hadn't have been there, I would have seen her as a little black girl, not a little Cherokee girl. Um, but it is funny that uh, we have some Blackfoot Indian in our family. And it's very important, guys, that as you get this information, you take it and you can split it different ways to have different points and focus focuses of research to expand your mind. And as you expand your mind, you'll understand why things are like they are, why the efforts uh, to keep you oppressed while you are running, helping run the machine, keep you oppressed, why it's like that when you find your heritage, where you find where you actually come from, what's in your bloodline, what you do besides the obvious uh, that we know they haven't uh, provided us with. And they're not really providing, they're giving what they're, they're, owe, they're owing us something. They owe us something. So, you know, for us to mention it, see, that's what they want. They want us to stop talking about I mean for God's sake can't you just move on already can't you just move on you won't cut this loose by gum by God you won't cut this loose at all and you just can't let it go you guys you guys you should be happy you have all kinds of opportunities oh you should be happy I mean look at your basketball players my God look at you even got a Tiger Woods on the golf course you have the, the Williams sisters in tennis. You guys should be happy. And you know, I'm I'm animated. I'm very animated. My brother and I are animated, but we are like that because we know that this is what's going on in the minds. Now, I want to go back and say, this is our opinion. We have to keep saying it. This is our opinion. We add some humor on it, but the passion that's behind the, hum the humor is legitimate. Okay, we want you to understand that. And for those of you who will be on looking and being just a tad bit offended, you got your drawers up your behind because you don't like how we put different things. Okay, let us look at things with a mature. You want us to say you want our minds to be open and accepting and, and, and understanding. And uh, we, we, you want us to have diversity of thought concerning you guys. Well, you must do the same thing. I mean, I'm not asking you. It's up to you what you do. However, um, the way we put things, we're addressing facts in history, historical fact. All right. You can't be angry with anyone uh, but your ancestors or whatever. You can't get mad at us for having an observation. This is the name of the show. You can't get mad at us for having observations and then highlighting those observations for our listening and viewing audience. All right. And I hand it back to you. 
But even if they are upset, let, let them be upset. You know, <laughs> we can tell. We can tell that they're upset. I can tell. But anyway, look, people, look. You know, just just for just for food for thought. You know, uh, I used to cut Dad's hair before he went bald. Time before he decided he didn't go bald. He decided to go bald, to to shave bald. You know, it was more easier for him. And his hair was a nice wave. Yes. Nice wavy pattern. And I was like, why did you not, you know, because, you know, I used to grow up and part the hair and use a little Vaseline and let the waves run through. I said, how come you did? But then I remember looking at the at the scrapbook, at the photo album, that my father did wear his style like that, you know, back when he was younger. But as he got older, you know, I, I would cut it into a style form, the latest style form. But then after a while, he just said he let it go, right? So that's to go say that is there. But this is not to uh, glorify or just care about, because that's a problem. That's a problem in the American black community. I, I Just my opinion, that people put value in the wavy hair, which it's cool to have it, you know, as I've always had it. Like when we came out here to Vegas, just going around, just shooting different things, Vegas locked my hair and I went with it, right? I went with it because I'm not self-hating because I had the best of both worlds because it didn't lock, it locked the back and it, because I used to wear hats, but it didn't lock the top. So I have a wavy style that I wear, which is my natural hair and this is locked by the sun out here in Vegas and it's my natural hair too so I have best of both worlds best of both <laughs> worlds but anyway so that just goes to show you that and wearing this style and as the locks began to grow and naturally do their own tree branches like I didn't I didn't start with twists it was it naturally does its own tree branching and it's like branches in a tree as I see it grow and I tie it up to get it out my face or on my neck I start to see where the emulation that the Bering Strait mongoloids that came across and took over the identity of black people that were already here who were the natives that were already here I could see how they emulated and why they emulated and how they emulated because all they had was that stringing. And so they had to use feathers to emulate. So let's go on, let's finish up with uh, this guy right here. We no longer have time to keep our heads down. Not now, not ever again. Listen to and learn from black voices. Donate your time and your money to black-led organizations and black causes. Learn and vote in your federal and local elections. And hey, Bollywood, we don't want to hear any of this Black Lives Matter stuff from you unless you're also dealing with the casteism, colorism, sexism, Hindu supremacy, and support of state-sanctioned violence that's running around freely in your own industry right now. Ah, so now, what we have been talking about for a few days like we didn't see this video before we started the show did we 
We didn't see this video before no. we started the show. No, and then uh, please clarify for me, what is this guy? I mean, is he torting himself to be an Indian or Arab oh, or what? Because Sikh, Sikh, he said Hindu, and then there's Sikh, right? From what I can understand, right? People can call mm-hmm. in and correct if they like, 213-943-3358, but there are Hindus, there are Sikhs, and there is the caste system, where the darker skinned Indians are considered the untouchables, right? So he's mm-hmm. already run through and talked about how they ran from this and ran from that. And he talks about Bollywood and he admits to the casteism. So we did not, uh, Tanya sent this video to me a couple of days ago and I watched it. And everything that we have been talking about on TFR hashtag TFR podcast live starting with uh, 124 and moving forward and talking about how the Indians are in the hospitals now and how the service is not as good. And now when we're talking about it on hashtag TFR podcast live OB, how we can go back and reference starting in 07 for us what we had to deal with, right? You're looking at this and he admits that there's a caste system. So how are you gonna let a group of people come over? Not only, okay, so they get naturalized citizens. They stay here. Some of them overstay, but you don't deport them, but they stay here or they get naturalized citizenships. How are you gonna allow them to be over the people who built this country? That's one. Then you're going to let in illegals who didn't, don't have to naturalize citizen, don't have to be a naturalized citizen, and you're going to give them free everything and give the people who built this, who deserve to have things, compensation, not even looking for free, looking for compensation for what was done. You won't even do that, but you'll give these people everything let them move into the neighborhoods let them kill up the people but let me stop we see this is where you come from out of mindset and go into mind state we allowed it we allowed it we didn't fight tooth and nail and say you're not gonna be here you're gonna have to go over there and be with them Open up your stores over there where they'll call you Ali Bibi. Go over there. We have no camaraderie with you. You may have melanin like we do, but we have no camaraderie with you. We should have fought tooth and nail, but we didn't. And I remember my mother telling me that it started with the, when they had the Puerto Rican immigrants come in. And she said in Cleveland, this was Cleveland now, Remember one of the, one of the family friends who uh, tried to look like uh, the family members. Remember? Tanya? Yeah, I remember. I know exactly. Right. I'm not gonna say her name. Yeah. She's passed on now. Right. They said that these Puerto Ricans would come in and they'd be cutting up the black women. Right. They'd be cutting them up. In her in her case, she was being abused by a Puerto Rican. Right. So, mm-hmm. so looking at the immigrants coming in after into the fifties and coming into 
after 1965 and what was happening during that time and how every time we let people come in and say, oh, we can relate to you. We're gonna open up businesses. We're gonna take the businesses, the black businesses away. We let that happen. They did nothing because they didn't have them in their neighborhoods and we shouldn't have looked at the melanin in their skin and said that they are just like us when they're not. Black Lives Matter. Oh, look, he said Black Lives Matter. How about that, right? Which gets us to our main topic of the day, which has to do with Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of the United States. Now, what does this meme say? Let's read this meme. Let me bring it up larger so I can see it. So this meme comes from Stoney Simpkins. Uh, what's up to Stoney Simpkins? You know what I'm saying? We appreciate your voice out here as you voice your opinion. I am indifferent about Trump. But I don't know, I think that's a typo. I abhor Joe Biden, old devilish, pedophile, beguiling, conniving ass. <laughs> well, that's descriptive. I think I think Stoney Simpkins, see, Stoney Simpkins is from Cleveland. He's in Cleveland, I believe. I believe that's one of my Cleveland. Uh, friends, right on the uh, on the um, Facebook, right, and so he's from Cleveland, and that's how Cleveland talks. If you want to know, it I'm is. different about Trump, but I abhor abhor. See, we we break out those two syllable words that people be like, "What does abhor mean?" Just can't stand abhor. I just can't stand Joe Biden, old devilish peta. Beguiling, conniving ass. Conniving. <laughs> we use that word constantly in Cleveland. <laughs> conniving. <laughs> that's a Cleveland conniving. thing. You, you want to know? That's, that's yeah, the way we a, put words together. We put words together just like that. I am indifferent about Trump, but I abhor Joe Biden, old devilish, pedo, beguiling, conniving. <laughs> That's how we put it together. Just let that sit. Just let that sit for a minute. Let that sit for a minute. And I gotta read it one more time because it's just so good before I get to the main part about the Washington Times. I said the post. I gotta change the Washington Times did it. But anyway, I am indifferent about Trump. But I abhor Joe Biden, old devilish pedo, beguiling, conniving ass. Okay, so the WashingtonTimes.com reports Trump's approval rating with, I say, American black voters soars by 60% during the RNC poll says. Now, if you listen to stations 
channels like MSNBC, networks like MSNBC and CNN, they will tell you that the viewership of the RNC was down and it was below the Democrats. I don't believe that. I don't believe I don't believe that malarkey for look, I'm using one of Joe Biden's words. Malarkey, I don't I don't believe <laughs> I don't believe one bit of that malarkey at all. That's not that's not true. That's not so, right? So before we get to talking about the Trump article, right? It's really going down in Las Vegas. So I picked this meme up, right? And it's really going down in Las Vegas right now with the people's opinions on what's going on. So this person writes, Sometimes racism looks like a white person justifying why a black person needed to be killed. Now, this person is of a certain age, right? And salute to his service in the branch of military that he served in. But he's of a certain age, right? And he says this and you're just now discovering and figuring out that they have to justify because once, once we were no longer property and they could not get it for free. They wanted to find our way to get rid of us. So it's always a justification. So, but this is, that is not the groundbreaking part of this. So it's what happens underneath in one of the comments, right? And then the response, right? So this person named I'm just going to abbreviate it. I'm not going to say her name at all. You can see it. And I was hearing why more might need to be killed. Let that sit for a minute. Let that sit. I'm telling you, it's going down. Remember, Nevada is known as the Mississippi of the West. Okay? It was annexed... Go go research that. You'll find out. I don't have time to go over the history with you. But matter of fact, you should know all of the states. But anyway, look. So this person who posted this meme says, Sometimes racism looks like a white person justifying why a black person needed to be killed. The person in one of the comments that is on top, because there's a lot of comments to this post, but the person says, and I was hearing why more might need to be killed. When it comes down, when, when it comes down to what is happening, people, you have to take your blindfold off your eye. You have to take the blinders off and realize what's going on. And I was hearing why Mo might need to be killed. Then the person underneath says, with an explanation pointed to him, a war is coming. However, 
it's not the war and the people there on it. We already talked about that yesterday. Go back and talk listen to the other one that they blocked. They tried to block. Go listen to that one uh, yesterday because we told you the people who are going to be on the chessboard of that is not who they think is going to be on a chessboard, right? So, now back to uh, Trump, right? Back to Donald J. Trump, number 45, right? Even, we, we, we played the tape yesterday and Bill Maher is alarmed because he's feeling the same thing. Michael Moore, Mr. Michigan himself, filmmaker, uh, champion for Flint, showed you where Obama took a little sip of the water and said, the water is fine. Protecting a Republican governor, right? He only, he didn't even sip, he went, mm, that's good. The people, if you watch uh, 911 Fahrenheit, no, 11-9 Fahrenheit. You will see where Obama came and the black people in Flint thought, oh, here comes our black president. We talk about this in one of our uh, TFR Podcast Live episodes about maybe a year and a half ago. But they said, here comes our black president. He's going to say something. He gets up there and says, I'm thirsty. I need some water. They bring him a glass of water that's supposed to be from Flint. He kind of like, not even wets his lips and says, the water here is fine. They said, we were done with Obama then because he came and he sold us out and it, it was just about politics and not about the people, right? So back to Donald Trump. 60, risen by 60% his approval rating to blacks. Now you have the blacks that are in the Democrats calling everybody coons, coons. If you, it, it, it was a minstrel show, this one lady said, they got up there. None of the people who got up there were tap dancing or dancing. They didn't have on blackface. They just talked about and gave you facts about what Donald Trump had done for them, what Donald Trump had done for the historical black colleges and universities what he did as far as reversing what Biden had done, what he's done for individuals, how he has communed or pardoned people, pardoned their sentences or commune their sentences so they could be released. This is what they said. So it's not about what people say, it's about their actions. And we keep on saying it's about policies because Biden, wiped out the black community with the uh, 100 to 1 cocaine, uh, crack cocaine to cocaine, and he wiped out the community with the three strikes. One under a Republican president, one under a Democrat president, and Trump is correcting that. So you have to ask yourself, after you do the research, what has the man actually done? Now, like I said, we would have to have a mass exodus like it was during the days of Truman when W.E.B. Du Bois urged black people to move from the Republican Party over to the Democrat Party. And then when Johnson uh, signed the Civil Rights Act after uh, Kennedy was assassinated, after 
it was pushed and Martin Luther King was able to push it. He he pressed he passes through. We have been solid Democrat ever since then, but the Democrats have done nothing to do anything to advance the plight of the inner city. Matter of fact, they have fled the inner city to do urban sprawl in the suburbs while leaving you and taking the money and leaving. Those are Democrats and Republicans doing that to the inner city. And when they come back to the inner city, they re-gentrify and you're out on your keister. Look, that's another that's another uh, uh, term. <laughs> out on your keister. Right? Out on your keister. Right? So look. 213 943 3358. 213 943 3358. Someone said something. Let me read their comment. Uh, Blacks all agree Trump would make a fine something. I can't read it because it's not giving me the full message on what the person said but it says name 45 lies and they say black blacks all agree Trump will make a fine something but I'm not seeing it coming up on my boards anywhere to read it out more but anyway so this is what's happening as we're sitting here and we're looking at the situation so 60% rise in approval rating since that and the Democrats have given nothing but they are surely going to give everything to the immigrant that American blacks should have just as reparation just as reparations just as a step in reparations what do you have to say about that I was on jotting down a couple of notes while you were talking um you know, what's funny is that you will have, have you ever seen those people like the whole time? I don't know if you've ever been sitting in a room while you're listening to the news or one of Trump's speeches and you're sitting in a room and when you look around at the faces of, of black people, they're already pre, uh, their, their faces are already set to start going into a certain form the minute the man starts talking. They automatically looking like, you know, You know, there's a slight delay. So they're looking like that. And then the whole time, there's the stank look on their face. Everything he's saying, not listening to content. And then when you get into an after conversation, and and I don't want anybody to, um, you know, I, I care about the thoughts and opinions to the extent of uh, you realizing that um, we're not trying to belittle um, your your opinion and how you feel about things. However, I want you to uh, put on your, I want you to switch your eyeglasses like Fred Sanford had the drawer with all the, the glasses. He had to put on the right glasses so he could see straight. I want you to be able to switch your eyeglass prescription so that you can see what I'm saying. So we have all these strong passions about somebody that we don't like. We have all these strong passions about points that have no content. Because when you go to ask 
um, these people who are anti-Trump, when you go to ask them, well, what exactly don't you like about him? Well, he's a racist. Okay. So what points, uh, what is it that makes you call him a racist? So you just start asking things. You're not being antagonistic. I might be asking you that because I've never seen anything that indicated that to me. I just never seen it. So I might be asking you, what is it that make you call him a racist? And then you can't, you can't tell me. If you're going to be passionate about whether you support him or don't support him, you need to have content to back up your points. You need to have content that backs up your statements. Because if I'm a person that just don't know, because maybe I'm not following it, I'm not following the politics. So I'm asking you, because maybe I respect your opinion and your view on things. And I'm asking you, why do you feel that he's a racist? Why do you feel this? And you got to give me some content. It's a problem when there's no content in your statement. What What's the problem? That means you have done no research. You have gone, you have gotten in line and you've jumped on board with what you've been told in the media. You've jumped on board with what other people are saying, but you yourself has, have not gone and done your piece personal research. And that's a problem. In this season, you can't sit around and idly and lazily sit by and just go with what seems right. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death or the ways of non-productivity or the ways of being blind. And Dee mentioned earlier that we're going to have to take the blinders off your eye. That's that eye that sees into the realm of the spirit, into the into places beyond what you're being told, into places beyond what you can see with your natural eye. You're going to have to be able to see and put things together so that you are able to to ascertain what the bottom line is. And I see D laughing about something, so he's probably read something. I'm going to give it back to him. All right, all right. So we got uh, 45 lies. But to 45 lies, uh, YouTube sometimes censors messages. So I didn't get your first full one. Blacks all agree Trump would make a fine something. I'm, I'm looking at it on my uh, detail on my program but when I go over to the uh, YouTube they censored that message so I don't know what that is they also censored the message creepy porn President Trump but I'm seeing it over here but it's not on the uh, chat side which means that they are censoring and we're and we do not believe in censorship right uh, 45 lies First of all, 45 Lies doesn't have an avatar. He has a, he or she has a blank avatar, a person with a turquoise background behind him, one of the pre-generated ones. So there's a, there's a problem there because, you know, stating your fact, you got to have an avatar that shows who you are, right? So uh, they say, keep lying, Trump. Uh, so when you were talking about facts, uh, Stephen Miller, for one example, look up Stephen Miller. Let's see what what they're talking about about Stephen Miller. And then they said something about no, it means you're not paying attention. That's what they said. That's what they were saying to your comment about that. No, it means 
and they yell, you're not paying attention. You know, there's going to be a marriage come on November 3rd, people. Did you know the devil's going to be a marriage come November 3rd? One of the memes that I saw that was pretty interesting is your ex is getting married and you are the DJ. What you plan first? Your ex is getting married and you are the DJ. What you plan first? What would you be playing first there, Tanya? What would you be playing? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Let me, I have to think about that. I read that earlier. I have to think about that. Um, I have to think about that. For me, if I'm the DJ, then obviously we're still, we still have some kind of friendly uh, interaction. So, ah, I got it. Um, well, maybe not this one, but this is a possibility. Vesta Williams had a song uh, back in the day called Congratulations. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You taking mine. Now, wait a minute. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> it should have been me. Right? Look, so before we go on, I, we don't believe in censorship. 45 Lies said... Trump's fourth marriage? Question mark. He's trying to be funny. Uh, uh, Trump's fourth marriage? No, there's gonna be a marriage November third, right? Are you ready? Are you ready, people? Are you ready, American black people? And you are going to vote for this marriage because if Biden wins, Biden is gonna be marrying. Are you ready? He's going to marry the illegal immigrants. That's right, illegal aliens. He's gonna be marrying them and he's gonna make sure that they have a TIN number. He's gonna make sure that they have subsidized housing in the suburbs. He's gonna make sure that they have jobs, guaranteed. They're gonna make sure they have free healthcare, no co-pays, free healthcare, and hoping that they will vote Democrats. So yes, there will be a marriage. Right? And uh, right, you're right. 45 Lies is getting into it now. Jerry Farwell Jr. is going to officiate. Oh, you must not know what happened to Jerry Farwell, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. He took a fall recently. I know. <laughs> but he took a fall. He took a fall with the pool ball boy, allegedly, along with his wife. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and this is the kind of foolishness that's going on. But that was pretty funny. Uh, 45 lies. Uh, that's Is it 45 lives or 45 lies? What, is, what does his name say? 45 lies. Like he's a liar. 45 okay. lies. Oh, That's okay. what his page on. Uh, I'm giving you some shine a little bit. 45 lies on YouTube. That's what it's for. But he said Jerry Farwell Jr. is going to officiate. You're right. Because they're all one in the same party. Right. So, oh, yeah. He also says 
Uh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. He also says that Israel is socialist. That's another thing. Trump does keep what he says he's going to do. He does keep his word. So he said he was going to move the 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 Israel is I forget what it's called because I don't stay up with them because actually I believe well I won't say that because Nick Cannon got in trouble on that but so we won't say that but he moved oh but that's the key to everything though what's that what you're not saying what you're not saying what you're not saying right now is really the problem uh, uh, with American black as far as uh, why things are, are held the way they are. What you're not saying is the key to everything. That's why the trouble came when it was mentioned by that other party you just named. What you're not saying is the main crux of the part of the problem. But these that are turned the world upside down are come hither also. That's Acts 17, 6. These that have turned the world upside down are come here. They're also waking up. Right. And so, and so really glad that they got theirs, but we're, we shouldn't even worry about it. We worried about getting ours and stay out of the way of us getting ours. And that's what it is. So there's a marriage coming up, people, November 3rd. And you're going to be sitting on the sidelines looking at, it used to be me. Remember when Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, uh, uh, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, keep hope alive. What? Barack Obama. I want to say this, my opinion, Barack Obama is the main cause of one of the causes of our problems today because we took that hook line and sinker and when he came around not coming from the lineage that we came from all of a sudden it's not good to be bombastic and loud you had to be genteel to get your point across but nothing was done Trump yells at you, yells at the people, and he gets everything done, right? Now, 213-943-3358. I, I, I wish that uh, 45 Lies would just call up because, I mean, that's good that you're writing, but we can get down so much faster through the spoken word than the written word in this case, you know, like I'll be texting someone and you know, I text pretty fast with my two thumbs, but I say, wait a minute, man, let me get my point across. Sometimes the words spell correct and they're saying something else that you didn't mean to say. And so I get right. on the phone and I say, let's let's talk it out. So 213-943-3358. We got 29 minutes left in the show. So let's look at this. This was the Monica, well, Brandy versus Monica uh, versus competition that came on the other night. Excellent. You know, like, for me, they really didn't sing until the end. They sat there and played their song. So I was disappointed in that because 
still the best one is Bounty Killer and Beanie Man. They set off. They set the pace of the two people standing together. Previous to that, it was top screen, bottom screen, them in separate places. Teddy Riley, to his credit, with Babyface, tried to do something where he had his instrumentation, had his keyboards, and was going to make it big, but it didn't jump off because they were cutting feed. Uh, Instagram cuts feed if it's copywritten material, right? Since then, they've gotten over that because they're an established platform now. But Beanie Man and Bounty Killer set the pace. They got up there. They performed. This was in the heat in the height of COVID-19, they were in Jamaica. They even confronted the police who stood off screen while they talked. You're really gonna break this up? You're really gonna tell the 500,000 to a million people that are watching that you're gonna uh, cut this up? That was Beanie Man standing up just like what he says in his lyrics, right? So they really set the pace. So Brandy and Monica sitting and just listening and telling stories to me, but we're gonna talk about that on Sunday. But the main point about this, in the very beginning of the show, your favorite immigrant having parents running for vice president, claiming to be African-American. And I learned from talking to a buddy that's in Cleveland uh, last evening that they state in the news media that Asian and African-American and Asian because Indians from India are Asians, but you left the Jamaican out. I guess that goes in America. But anyway, look, she comes on and she's talking and she's got on her Howard shirt because you know, she gra graduated from Howard University. This is a pander, and it says, how to get the black boat. This is pandering. She's wearing her Howard shirt. She's doing that stupid laugh. <laughs> and your voices have been so strong. And what you have done with your voices is so important. My, Brandy was smiling. She could have been masking. Monica was not smiling. And I'm sure that Monica wanted to say, Oh, which one of my songs did you like the best? <laughs> because the last time you were graduating in the 80s, you were listening to Snoop Dogg and Tupac, and they hadn't even come of age. That was yet. 90s. I know. But she said on The Breakfast Club that when she smoked weed in college, she was listening to Tupac and Snoop. And it hadn't even come of age yet. So the question would be, well, what songs did you like the best? Name your top five. You're on here with us. What's your top five, Brandy? Uh, Brandy and Monica song, since you're on here with us. We know that we're raising money for the vote campaign that, that Versus was sponsoring, but who did you like the most, and why did you say that? Okay, look, 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 look. Uh, 
45 lies is going off. Trump won't talk about Israel's socialism. Trump suffers from ODS, Obama derangement syndrome. I think that uh, 45 lies, I, I uh, think that is actually the other way around. I'm sorry to say. The word you're grasping for was embassy. Thank you, 45 lies, but I, we weren't on that topic. And he moved the embassy though. And he kept his word. And he made the peace deal with the Arab Emirates, which Israel is one side of that landmass this right above Africa. And then the other is Middle East, we're gonna call it Middle East. And then the Arab Emirates is on the other side with all the different Arab countries in between. And they have to follow what the Arab Emirates say that they're cool with Israel now. I don't know, peace in the region? No. Actually, 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 from uh, actually that that is coming from another place that he did that. Uh, that's actually coming out of a, a biblical type wisdom uh, that he did that. No matter how kind of misdirected it is concerning uh, who is called Israel and who really is Israel, um, despite that. It was well intended and had a biblical origin. So there was a reason for that. Um, but I wanted to say something about. Um, wait, 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 wait. 45 Lies, 45 Lies has a question, right? And we're going to pose this question. This is a great question, 45 Lies. Because I don't know, I don't know if they if people necessarily believe in Babylon and that America is Babylon, I want to preface it with this, but maybe we should flip the map right side up from it being upside down. And then maybe we might see what's in the West and what the great Satan really is. But here's his question or her question. So, is it America first or Israel first for God above all nations? Ooh, is it Israel? First? Is, wait, 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 wait. Let, let me read it again. Let me read it again. This is, this is, this is. We might have to do a show a about this exclusively. Yeah. So, is yes. it America first or Israel first for God? above all nations. So which nation is herald or, or put above all other nations by God, in other words? Uh, who God, whatever nation God is above is a nation that chooses him. Everybody, every nation is not choosing God above. Uh, there are many gods, but whoever's uh, the nation, I know what the question is. And I know uh, what 
uh, the the desired destination is for the question, but I'm going to give you what it is. Whatever nation God is over is the nation that chooses him. I can't hear you. He said Acts 10 69. He's being funny. Acts 10 69. Trump F's porn stars. Anyway. Okay. See, now I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, uh, being good. But if, if we're going to have agendas, have an end goal to your agenda. When you call in to, or you, because we welcome everybody's opinion. We welcome you to come on. This is not a thing where we are, uh, we're not bashing anybody. We're not going to allow anybody to bash us, but we welcome you. We welcome everybody to come on and say what it is they feel. And we have dialogue about it. But uh, this individual is kind of all over the place and trying to draw out something. And so that's an exercise in futility on this broadcast in particular. So if you have some kind of agenda, have a legitimate goal that is needful, number one, uh, and productive, number two, for your reasoning. And, and we can be a lot, we can get a lot more done that way. What you're doing at this time is no different than what's going on in this country by and large right now. So in order to be productive, Let's not just throw things out there and be coy and be catty. Uh, let's let's kind of keep it uh, in a place where we can get something done in our dialogue or generate or inspire other dialogue, okay? Okay, so he's responding. He's responding. He says, what God, in parentheses, a title has America chosen? That's one. Okay, so don't talk about what Trump does. Don't talk about what Trump does, question mark. That's another question. And then the last question, my agenda, show the truth. Translation, just pour syrup on Trump, right? So as we go through here, as we come, this, this meme right here is pretty good for this. So let's read this meme right here. It's talking about tongue and what you speak and bring forth with your tongue. People that talk about voodoo and roots, but don't know they put roots on themselves every time they speak negatively about themselves. And I would even venture even further to say that when you speak ill of someone else, you put that illness on you when you're digging a grave for someone, a six foot deep grave for someone. Make sure you dig the grave next to them for yourself because as you're talking or as you're doing, this ultimately is what is happening when you speak negativity and not solutions 
what I would like to know from 45 Lies, who said one nation under God, but which God? Uh, Christian God, Jehovah, Yahweh, or Muslim God, Allah, right? I would say, what's your solution? Because we, we, we come and we talk about it, but we bring solutions. So what's your solution? Like, the talking head thing is fine, but what's your solution? So, you know, there was a few different questions there at Tiny Zone. I'm going to let you address that. This is getting good, but we need solutions. Um, concerning the meme that you just said and what you said after that about uh, you went as far as to say when you speak negatively of others, you bring that back on yourself. The scripture for that is Proverbs 18, 21. Uh, and to 45 lives. Yes, I do use scripture. I'm glad you took notice of that. Um, Proverbs 18, 21 is death and life. It mentions death first because most of the time negative is what people speak first. So death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. So whatever it is you speak, whether that be death or life, whatever you apply death to, or life too, you will eat the fruit there of meaning it will come back to you. So that that validates what Dia said. And so people talk about voodoo and roots, but don't know they put roots on themselves every time they speak negatively about themselves. What is not, you'll see me reference or hear me reference this quite a bit on every broadcast where we have to be very mindful of the words we speak because out of the abundance of one's heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is going on, you say, well, you don't know what my heart is. You know, God, people say, God, know my heart. Well, the scripture says the heart is exceedingly wicked and who can know it? How a person knows what you, what's in your heart is by what comes out of your mouth. So if what comes out of your mouth all the time is death, then you're a person that I will probably disconnect myself from, though you can have whatever opinion you want. And I, you know, I, I will, will give you the latitude to have your opinion. But as far as me being in the company of an opinion that has death laced with it, I don't do it. Right. I surround my people, myself, not with yes people, but with people who speak life over things, not death over things. So, you know, this person, whoever did this meme is very right. They're very correct. Um, the same people, absolutely, that speak about voodoo and roots are the same ones. Uh, a lot of religious people speak death over themselves all the time, all the time. In, in the fact that they are not representing the faith that they say they believe in. This is several different religions, not just one. Come in. Yeah. Wow. So look, people. Another meme of the day. And you know, it's funny. I put these memes up and so it's something going on because we didn't know that 45 Lives would be writing, but it's just something that it's just natural, right? So let me just read this. It's something supernatural, I would say. All my life, all I've heard is only love can conquer hate. Yet all of my life, all I've seen is hate kicking loves. <laughs> love needs to learn how to fight. All my life, all I've learned is only love can conquer hate. Yet all of my life, all I've seen is hate kicking love's butt. 
Love needs to learn how to fight. I have an answer for that. First of all, in the context of love, we have to understand what love means uh, as opposed to hate um, in the original words and how they were written. So are you speaking love and hate in a secular context? Or are you speaking love and hate in a religious context? Or are they a blend of the two or what? what whatever it is? Um, hate and love. Okay, love actually is truth. And truth is not always uh, pleasant. Truth is not always pleasant and tr and love does fight. Love fights for truth, right? And truth is not always pleasant. Nevertheless, it has to be brought forth. So it depends on what circles you're traveling in. It depends on what you're looking at. It depends on what you're listening to. It depends on what you lend yourself to as opposed to what love is and what hate is. In my world, hate is not kicking love's ass. I know what you said. In my world, hate is not kicking love's behind. It's not, not in my world. And I've come through several different things in my over 50 years. So hate is not kicking love's behind in my world. You just gotta know what love really is. Love is true. And sometimes truth comes across as being kind of kind of forceful sometimes. And sometimes uh, truth comes across as being hateful to those who don't want to accept truth, right? So it depends on what you're categorizing as hate and what you're categorizing as love. People, most of mankind's uh, definition of love is not what love is. It's not what it is. So it depends on how you categorize the two. All right, people. So let's go on to this meme right here. This one is just as interesting as the last as we go through. And this is, like I said, none of these memes were prearranged. It was just things that I found that was interesting, but there's a connection happening, right? People can only meet you as deeply as they have met themselves. People can only meet you as deeply as they have met themselves. with knowing who God is. Once you have that unique experience, things, a lot of things become common between you and other people. It is only when there is a difference or a difference in your understanding of who God is in relation to yourself that you have so much, um, you're so much at odds with other people. So that first part, People can only meet you as deeply as they have met themselves. That's a reference to God. Is that what you're saying? 
that's how that would be my interpretation of reading that because I understand at the end of the day that's what it winds up being but I'm you know I might be in some place that someone else is not at so when I look at that statement it's as deep as it is because I understand if you don't know God you're not going to know you and you're going to have a very difficult time knowing other people as well yeah to go through these memes let's go right here all right people this one was a great one to a thought be careful satan uses a little truth to tell a lie and so this is what we've been talking about as far as this election is concerned who you gonna vote for you gonna vote for Satan or you gonna vote for the devil? The devil, Satan or Shaitan, devil or Satan? Who are you gonna vote for? Satan or Satan? Let, let's just cut. Let's take the devil and Shaitan. Let's say who are you gonna vote for? Satan or Satan? Who are you gonna vote for? Be careful. Satan uses a little truth to tell a lie. Uses a little truth to tell a lie. Oh, yes. I wrote up and pushed through the 100 to 1 and the three strikes. But it didn't cause mass incarceration. Be careful. Satan uses a little truth to tell a lie. Who are you going to vote for? Satan or Satan? Trump. The, the exonerated five did what they did and they needed to be in prison. And I will not go on back on that because I haven't seen any information that it's contrary to my belief. Who are you going to vote for? Satan or Satan? Because be careful. Satan uses a little truth to tell a lie. Yep, and that's actually called deception. And it's funny uh, that you know, uh, Patrice, I was reflecting back on Patrice's uh, statement yesterday. That was funny to me. Uh, who you going to vote for, Satan or the devil? But they're the same person. And so that was funny. I just, that stayed on my mind. But that deception, like you just, you just denoted about the, the three strikes and, you know, the 100 day, 101 uh, or 100 to one. Um, the thing about deception is, it's been an art form that's been used in multiple arenas for years and years and years. How else can you be? It's funny. I almost thought of something else. How else can you capture a boogie? <laughs> but, you know, uh, how else can you get a person from the back? <laughs> I couldn't hear you, but I if see you, your mouth If you don't attack from the back. Wait a minute. From the back. From the rearmage. My name is the one. Some people call me the funk. You have to take a break. 
for Parliament Funkadelic. Okay, continue on. Continue on. <laughs> Y'all, I want to say, I want to say the whole thing. It says, but how else can you capture a boogie if you don't attack from the back? To the remark. So that's 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 a sidebar. Those of y'all who know came along through the 70s and 80s, y'all know what that is. We 70s and 80s kids, all right, as far as the music and 90s. But anyway, but yeah, that too. How else can you capture a boogie? Let's say the boogie is your heart or your affections toward a particular thing, your belief or your mind state turning into uh, uh, grooming you to a mind state. Uh, your mindset grooming you to a mind state how else do you capture that if you don't bring deception if you're not forthright if you're not a forthright type individual your can campaign is not forthright you haven't done anything that supports uh any of the lies that you tell and it's not forthright how else are you going to capture the boogie of the people if you don't attack from the back if you don't use deception right and so to the rear march, you going forth in that deception. And you saying in your deception, you saying your name is the one. Some people call you whatever. You have come with a deception. You gave yourself a name and you said, this is what makes me my name. That was pretty good. That's This is what makes me my name, right? How else? How else? So when we're thinking about, I'm with everything D said the last couple of days when he said, we should just sit this one out. Not because there's not a greater candidate. There is a greater candidate. And I don't bat my... Let me look in the camera because I haven't been... I'll be watching him on the broadcast so my eyes are shifted down, but I want to look dead in. I make no qualms about the fact that in the beginning, I did not favor President Trump. I, um, I And I can admittedly say that... I kind of went with the crowd too. You hear things over and over and over again amongst the people you're around. You see things on the news and you hear things on the news because this is the way, how else can they capture the boogie? So this is the way that they're steering it. They're steering it in a certain direction. So this is all you're hearing. And so, you know, when I thought about it one day, I sat and I started reflecting. See, I have to pull away from everything that's influential from the outside. I have to go within. I have to ask myself questions. And this is what I suggest you do. Why don't you like him? Because you really don't know much about him. Why don't you like him? Oh, you don't like the fact that he says things certain ways? Well, how do you talk? You pretty straightforward, right? You pretty much are going to say what's on your mind. You pretty much going to tell it like it is, regardless. So why don't you like that? That's kind of, um, that's a bit hypocritical, isn't it? You don't like that? That you don't. That's why you don't like them? What else? And so these are the questions I pose to people now. Okay, so why don't you like him again? Well, he's this and he's that. Okay, cite me some instances that you researched to prove that he's this or that. The Bible says, and yes, I said the Bible, it is a fool that answers a matter without knowing all the facts. It is a fool to answer a matter without knowing all the facts. So if this is what you deem to be reasonable for not liking him, have you gone to research the reasoning behind the decision, um, behind the push? Once you have ascertained that, then you're able to make a quality decision to say, okay, is this person for the people or not for the people? 
is he is he is or is he ain't all right so once you come to that that is how you come to a quality decision this is how you draw a conclusion you have to have facts to draw conclusions you have to have valid facts that you're not going to get from the news the regular news right so from that perspective uh this is what i'm saying i started out not liking him with points that had no content now i have points that have content as to why i do like him all right so this is what i'm telling you however in the interest of our people if we're not going to all forge ahead and be on one accord with making sure that this person who actually have made a number of decisions that did benefit us right while the media was spinning them another way um if we're not going to make a concerted effort to come together to bring him back in here then i'm with d i'm sitting this one out as well that's right so people in closing as we close out there's something that 45 lies said that i have to address he said vote trump to prison 2020. well if they're going to put us back in chains that's one of those things that biden would say if they're going to put us back in chains we just going to have to see. After this, after four more years of Trump, the Democrats are going to have to come with something else because the revolution will not be televised on television. No, the revolution will be televised in the hospitals because they have the Indians from India have experimented on us, but they are not the same type of melanin as the black people here who have a heart to say live and let live. No, they're going to say they're going to remember the British coming over and thinking of the American white as an extension of the Brit. And they're going to say, soon as we get a chance, we're going to go in in our opinion here at hashtag TFR podcast live presents observations. They're going to go in and say, we're going to prescribe the wrong medicine that will kill them up and we will take over the United States and be the new Indian Americans, the new Americans. So get ready for that because the revolution will be televised in the hospitals. And people, that is it. We are out. We are out of time. This has been Observations by TFR Podcast Live. See you tomorrow, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern. About German, so why I made the curator's pick of the Hollywood French community, unity, 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 this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 